0: Hello again, Tom Walker, MassAC Unit 1. We are recording episode 17 of our district podcast. Today is Friday, July 24th, and it's been about a month since we've last done this, so we wanted to just uh, put a quick update out there about registration and school year plans. And once again, I am joined by our superintendent, Jason Hayes.
1: Thanks, Tom. I think uh, we'll just dive right in. I know everybody's waiting uh, patiently as patiently as possible for the plans coming out for the fall semester. We've been looking at the ISBE guidance document which was 63 pages I think initially and then they just released one yesterday that was a hundred pages long or just over a hundred pages long so um, all this stuff's kinda coming to us uh, it's it's evolving. One of the things that's taken us a little bit longer in Massac Unit 1 than some of our surrounding districts is the size of our student population um, for uh, this area down here, we're one of the larger school districts, uh, you know, south of Marion, and you have to go up to uh, probably Anna and Harrisburg to get similar size. So uh, we're trying to figure out how to uh, keep all of our students safe and our staff as safe as possible, and still have some sort of in-person instruction. Uh, so basically, what we've done is we've set uh, a team up. It's called a transition team of stakeholders, teachers, administrators, board members. And we gathered input from all the staff and parents. Uh, Well, not all of them, but we we submitted it to all of them. We ended up getting 70-something percent back, I think. So we had a pretty fair representation. Uh, We've posted the results of the parent survey on our Facebook. So if you want to go to the Unit one Facebook, you can kind of see uh, the summary of results. Uh, essentially what we're trying to do is figure out how we can get get our kids back in our classes without exposing them to any unnecessary risk or exposing staff or parents to unnecessary risk with uh, COVID related uh, concerns. So uh, it's really that boils down to our three big schools and and how we achieve some of these social distancing requirements uh, at those three big schools and that's uh, what's taken so long.
0: and we're just trying to maintain consistency throughout the district. So, uh, again, just to kind of reiterate that point, it's it's taken uh, quite a long time to uh, come to kind of the consensus that we have um, as far as some of our ideas and plans.
1: Yeah. So, in in looking at that, just to give the parents some idea, the the plan is going to be proposed and finalized for the board at the school board meeting Monday night, uh, which we'll stream online because we can't have. Um, just a terrible amount of people at our meetings still yet with the restrictions due to COVID. Uh, however, um, just to give you an idea of what's coming, uh, there have been a lot of Facebook posts and things of, uh, not a lot, but several that have said, parents have said they're, they're really concerned about sending their kids back to school and they, they're looking into other options. And I just want to let everyone know that there will be an option for remote learning and full remote learning for those parents that just do not uh, feel like they can send their kids back to school because of COVID concerns. So there will be an option and uh, we'll have to, you'll have to commit to that uh, because we can't really uh, move kids off and on remote learning very easily, especially with the COVID concerns, you know, reintroducing kids back into the school. and So there's things to consider there. So you have to commit to it. Uh, we're asking parents to commit to it for the first nine weeks grading period, uh, but that is an option. So. Regardless of the plan and uh, in its final form, uh, there will be an option for parents to uh, participate in remote learning and keep their kids at home and to help with that. uh, And I know you've talked about this before that we have purchased uh, something like 1500 laptops. Uh, then every student's going to be issued a, a Chromebook as soon as they come in. Uh, I think they're back-ordered right now, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're still still kind of waiting, but you know a lot of other schools and districts in the country and really throughout the world are kind of in the same position that we're in. So we're just uh, we're, we're waiting.
1: right. So we, that hopefully will assist with the remote learning. It's still not as good as in-person learning and and we acknowledge that. Uh, but the remote learning option is going to be available for those parents that may have, high risk situations or just other concerns and so that will be an option so you don't have to worry about trying to take your student somewhere else or purchasing uh, some sort of homeschooling package there will be an option for remote learning uh, in in this plan and then the rest of it is uh, we're going to probably start slow and it's not going to be the most ideal situation but because of our student population you know we have over 500 students that attend Metropolis Elementary School and uh, almost 600 that attend the high school and over 300 that attend junior high so in order to keep everybody socially distanced and meet the requirements the state is set we're going to probably start slow I'm sure it's going to be some sort of blended learning type situation uh, it's not going to be everyone, everyone going uh, to every school all day long uh, so they, I don't know if that helps concerns I know that, that could create hardships on parents um, but we're trying to do the best we can with the situation uh, and, and we feel like getting our students back in the buildings in some fashion is better than not at all. So that's kind of what we're shooting for uh, and then hopefully we'll be able to slowly transition to more and more in-person instruction and get back to normal. That's our goal. Uh, we're going to start slow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to feel like baby steps maybe at the beginning. And then uh, hopefully we'll be able to expand that. And if everything goes well, and and the COVID uh, virus doesn't, you know, suddenly, you know, fly off the handle again, we'll be okay. I think so. There will be some options for parents, and just want to put that out there. The plan itself and the specifics we still have to get a, approved by the Board of Education, and then we also have to get it approved by the Regional Office of Education, and inevitably Southern Seven Health Department, and the local. Um, Illinois Department of Public Health has to approve it. So we, there are several hoops still to jump through, uh, but we feel like we've created, uh, we're, we're almost finished creating the best situation that we can come up with given the requirements that we have to meet right now.
0: And so uh, as Mr. Hayes said, we'll uh, talk about this uh, in, in a little bit more greater detail during the board meeting on Monday night, uh, which will be streamed uh, on our Facebook um, as we have these last several meetings. So Um, If you're interested in that, um, you know, please feel free to hop in. And if you have any questions or comments uh, regarding um, anything of that nature for the board meeting, uh, there's an email address we've established. It's comments um, at massac.org. So uh, please go ahead and and send, uh, again, your comments or concerns uh, or questions to that email. Again, comments at massac.org and yeah. and that that will be um again this this coming monday july 27th
1: yeah the board meeting will start six 30 we'll have an executive session right off the bat and usually we're out of executive session by uh 6 650 at 7 at the latest it just depends you just never know uh, we do have a lot to do with this board meeting so it's it's going to be a little tedious but uh, we will discuss the plan in detail and then if it's approved by the board or if it's altered and then approved by the board we'll put the final draft of that online Monday night uh, for our parents to read through uh, again uh, just so it's no, there's no surprises uh, we're not it's not looking like we're going to be able to uh, just jump right back into full in-person instruction every student every day it looks like we're going to have to do some sort of gradual introduction back to in-person instruction and we will have an option for remote learning available for uh, parents so just to give you a heads up, that's what it's looking like. Uh, again, there's still a lot of approvals that have to be met, and some of the specifics may be ironed out a little bit more if the board has input, um, and they may wish to alter some of uh, some of the uh, options and things that we can, we can still change. So it's not in this final draft, but just to give everyone a heads up, that's what it's looking like. Uh, it's not looking like we'll be able to uh, just jump right back into... Full instruction with everybody simply because of the social distancing requirements. If just uh, the social distancing requirements alone at uh, Metropolis Elementary School, it's just almost impossible to get 530 kids uh, and keep them six feet apart all day long in that building. Uh, so, and we're a unit district, like Tom said, so we're trying to create an equitable plan. We can't really um, give an unfair advantage or a disadvantage to any one school uh, because we're a unit district. We're charged with the uh, equitable learning so we're trying to figure all this out Uh, and we appreciate your patience and it's we realize that uh, whatever plan we come up with it's going to make it harder on parents um, uh, if the schedules are a little bit fluid and not the normal schedule Uh, we're trying to do the best we can so we understand your concerns and we'll try to work with you as best we can Uh, there's just so many there's only so many options that we have available to us right now given the uh, state of Illinois and the requirements set forth by the Illinois State Board of Education and the governor so we're trying to do the best we can
0: and kind of uh, along those lines um, as far as what things we do normally do at this time of year with uh, registration which uh, in years past uh, we would you know typically have our registration days uh, you know a week to 10 days prior to the start of school um, we are Uh, in the process of doing all of that online um, for students that would be returning um, for the 2021 school year uh, in grades one through 12. Um, Do you wanna touch on that just a little bit? Yeah, I think that's important to to note. And we will uh, go live with that after
1: the plan is approved and released because uh, there are some questions in the registration, online registration uh, form or packet of forms. Uh, that you'll probably want to answer after you know what the plan is so we get that we're trying to get this done as quickly as possible it's just a lot to it but uh, we, we are able to offer full online registration this year uh, including fees so you can uh, do everything on the internet you do not have to come in at all uh, and the way this works is you'll go to the internet you'll create uh, a couple accounts and you have to connect some things Tom's done a pretty good job of he'll have a tutorial on there and a couple videos to help you with that uh, and then you'll get to the forms, and a lot of it's pre-filled, so you can just check off. If if nothing has changed, your phone numbers are the same, your address is the same, you can just check it off. If it's changed, you can alter it, and then everything will be up to date in our system. It's automatically tied right to our system, so that's good. Nobody has to input that. Uh, and then um, after everything's said and done and fees are paid, uh, we'll get the schedules out to the students as well. Uh, normally they get to pick those up when they come in in person and so now we're doing it online and then there'll be a designated time where we release all those schedules too. Uh, so this is one more way to help us meet the requirements of COVID-19 and all the restrictions instead of having uh, you know 150 freshmen come in to register on a certain day like we used to do it's all gonna be online. Now if you cannot access it online or you, you just don't have internet access or a credit card to use for the online payment or bank card you can still do in-person registration uh, we're going to reserve the week of august uh, i think it's the 10th the week of august 10th starting on monday and now uh, we are asking parents that cannot register online to uh wait a little bit but then when our secretaries get back in the buildings uh call and schedule a time to do in-person registration and that way we can still keep people socially distanced and not expose anybody unnecessarily so Uh, we're asking as many people to do the online registration as possible that way we can avoid uh, large groups of people trying to register at once Uh, and I think it's going to be a good thing It's a little different so there'll be a little learning curve but we'll release all of that information uh, probably Tuesday
0: uh, after the board meeting so that we have everything in place yeah we'll do that uh, probably uh, first thing Tuesday and again because of some of the nature of the questions in there we, we wanted to wait until our plan was approved uh, to get that out there and, and live but yeah you will be able to fill out your forms uh, fees will be payable on there and and hopefully we'll be able to leverage this for other things in the future too um, but again brand new system so again please bear with us uh, for, for any issues uh, but we will do our best to work with you and uh, make sure that um, the, the system is uh, usable and accessible and uh, all those forms are able to be filled out
1: and I, I'm sure there'll be uh, well, you know me. <laughs> Probably. Maybe I'm being pessimistic, but I would imagine there'll be some glitches. Uh, and if you have any uh, serious issues, obviously, the uh, I believe the, um, is it next week or the week after the Secretary's return to work, uh, they'll be in the office able to answer phones and we'll be able to help out a little bit. So uh, after everybody gets back to work, I think it's sometime next week, actually. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, just know that registration is going to be available online and you'll have a window to do it you won't have a certain day like we used to in person Um, uh, and and if you want to do it after work you can do it at any hour so uh, hopefully that will help Uh, and also a little bit of good news if we want to go ahead and talk about that Uh, one of the things you will not see in the registration packet is um, the free reduced lunch form that you normally see every year and we ask parents to fill out for uh, free reduced lunch application uh, because that uh, helps us get food to students if uh, you don't have enough uh, money, especially due to COVID uh, and people losing their jobs, if you don't have enough lunch money and whatnot to pay for lunches. This year, however, we have been approved to join what's called the CEP program, the Community Eligibility Provision. And so uh, this year, all students will be free. Uh, they'll receive a free breakfast and a free lunch regardless of your income every meal will be free the only thing that we'll have to charge for would be add-ons and extras like a la carte um, items yeah and... a la carte items and and I don't know about all schools I know when I was a principal of the high school there we had like little Gatorades that you could buy separately or you could buy an extra slice of pizza or something so that wasn't included in the regular meal but the meal itself the breakfast meal and the lunch meal will be free to all students anyone who wants to eat. So we're part of the community eligibility provision and you've probably heard of this several of local school districts around us are already uh, part of that program. I think Joppa probably is. I know McCracken, McCracken County went last year. Yeah, last yes. year um, and several Southern Illinois schools are on that. So there won't be any free reduced lunch applications in the registration this year. You won't have to fill that out. Now there are a couple questions we have to ask about salaries for the textbook tech- or not text, but the registration fee waiver form. And so we still do have to collect some uh, salary information for that waiver. But as far as lunches, every student will have a free breakfast and free lunch um, this year. And uh, hopefully that'll work out and help people given uh, the uh, recent uh, job loss for COVID and everything. I think uh, it's a, this is a good time for us to be able to get into that program. And we finally got approved for that.
0: Well, I think we, uh, we wanted to keep this short um, and I think we covered what we wanted to. Is there any last minute things on here?? To
1: no, I, d- I just want to uh, thank all the parents that took time to answer that survey and they, there were a lot of thoughtful answers and we did read every one of them. Uh, and we did actually take that, uh, uh, that input and put it into the plan. Then the team the transition team of 23 or 24 people we were working with, Uh, really did a good job of uh, sorting through that information and we tried to include as much of that in our plan in the end as possible Uh, some of it wasn't possible obviously and we can't uh, accommodate everyone so uh, you know it's going to be one of those things where it's just the best we can do given the situation but I do appreciate all the input that we've gotten and all the positive comments again it's uh, I know it's getting late in the summer for our plan to be coming out and everybody's getting a little antsy but we're close we're gonna get that to you and we appreciate your patience and we're we really are uh, putting a lot of thought into this thing And I think you it'll be evident when you see our plan it wasn't just some something we whipped together we've spent uh, about two and a half weeks trying to figure this out and making adjustments as new guidance comes out and I think uh, it's about the best we can do at this given point and we're gonna obviously keep trying to improve it and you'll notice too when you hear about this on Monday there are a couple Uh, what three or four checkpoints i think we put in the plan so there's regular intervals where we are planning to stop reevaluate what we're doing and and see if we can make it better see if we can help you know lessen the burden on parents Uh, so we put those checkpoints in there too so this is not a long-term plan that we're just sticking with until january right now it may end up that we do depending on the situation with covid but hopefully things will lighten up and we'll be able to expand our in-person instruction so we're going to start slow Uh, please be patient with us it's it's really not an easy uh, not an easy thing to do when uh, you look at all the restrictions that we're under due to COVID but we're really going to try to get our kids back and our staff and we want our kids back in our in our school and the people on the transition team you know even it may not look like it in the plan but we really want to we want to go all day with all kids every day we just can't really do that right at this moment
0: so just know that Well, uh, thank you again for listening, and uh, have a great weekend.